Hello and welcome to part three of the Get Visible and Get More Weddings Bootcamp with me, Becca Poutney. Today we're talking all about connection and why connection is incredibly powerful in your business and how it's going to lead to more wedding leads. Now, I am hugely excited about this subject because it's one of the things I love to talk about the most. Now, if this is the first episode you've listened to, do go back and start from the beginning with building on the foundations each and every day. So this bootcamp works better if you go in order. Also, I hope that you've completed the tasks already for parts one and two. If you haven't sent them to me yet or tagged me in them, then please do go ahead and do that. Why? Because I know if you take action and you actually go ahead and do that and be accountable for it, you're much more likely to see results. After all, you're spending your time going through and listening to these mini training series, then you need to make sure you get some results and return on investment for your time. So today we're talking all about connection. And my dad brought me up with the saying that life is all about who you know, not what you know. He was a huge networker in his business. And in fact, me and my sister used to make fun of him and say, why are you always going to networking meetings? Well, fast forward a few years and now I found myself being just like my dad. I am a huge believer in the power of connection. I definitely think who you know makes a massive difference to your business. After all, word of mouth is the most powerful and cheapest form of advertising. Someone else telling someone how great you are is so much more powerful than you telling someone how great you are. And if we can get a really good pipeline of referrals into our business, we're on to a winner. Why? Because that marketing costs us very little time and definitely very little money. Now, I want you to think about a time when somebody you knew made a difference. I have this all of the time in my life. I'm, as I said, I'm a big believer in connections. My first job back in the day was in television. I always wanted to work in television. And in fact, when I went ahead and did my work experience at the age of 15, I told my parents I wanted to do my work experience in television production. Now, most of my friends at that time were going into schools or local shops. But no, I told my parents I want to work in a TV studio. Now, as I said, in my family, it was all about who you knew. And my dad had a great friend who lived down the road who happened to work for the local news channel. So he contacted him and see to see if he could get me in the door. And yep, he pulled through and I went ahead and did my very first work experience in a television studio. Not because I was amazing, not because I was great, but because I had an idea and we found someone who could get us through the door. Who you know makes a difference. And I'm sure you've all got some of your own stories about when someone you knew made a difference to what happened next. Connection is the strongest form of advertising. So just like we've done in the last few episodes, I want you to think about on a scale of one to 10, how confident are you or how well do you think you do in the world of networking and building connections? Rate yourself, give yourself a number between one and 10, 10 being absolutely crushing it, one being probably not doing it at all, and then lots of numbers somewhere in between. Again, I think it's really important to self-reflect and think, right, am I doing good at this or is there more that I could be doing? After all, I do want to grow my wedding business. Becca's giving us some ideas, so I probably should be implementing some of them. You know who's really good at word of mouth advertising? Tradespeople. Tradespeople blow my mind. I'm talking about electricians, plumbers, handymen, people who come round and give you a quote for building work, installing windows, all of the above. You know why they blow my mind? Because they are generally terrible at all other forms of marketing. How many builders or tradespeople have you met who have a decent website? Some of them, but definitely not all of them. You know, a lot of tradespeople I've met don't even have a website. 
they're not very good. They don't have social media. They're generally not particularly great to replying to emails. In fact, quite often they still just give you a phone number and you have to phone up, which I really don't like because I don't like chatting to people too much on the phone. But tradespeople are also incredibly highly sought after and successful. Why is that? Well, what they are good at is word of mouth advertising. If you're looking for a plumber, if you're looking for an electrician, where do you turn? Quite often we turn to our friends, our family and ask for recommendations. Do you know a great plumber that could come and do this small job for me? And people are willing to share. That's what makes tradespeople really successful. It's word of mouth recommendation. It's the connections they build. They're really good at networking. They're really good at talking to clients. They're really good at getting further work from each other as well. They're also really good at doing things like putting signs outside of the house when they're working for you or, you know, leaving a big sign up saying we're working on this extension and you can find us at blah, blah, blah. They often have branded uniform or branded vans driving around as well. But they're incredibly good at word of mouth advertising. Now, just imagine that we got as good at it as those tradespeople. We could be getting people, our past couples, future couples, friends, family, recommending potential clients onto us all of the time. And wouldn't that be great? Now, when it comes to the wedding industry, there are three kinds of connections that I want us to consider today. And I'm going to go through them now. The first is wedding venues. We know that wedding venues are really powerful when it comes to building connections and getting us referrals. Why? Well, first of all, they're a trusted source of recommendations. And secondly, they're the first and probably the most expensive purchase of the wedding day. Often a couple will book their venue and then seek after other suppliers. And therefore, they often listen to the venue's recommendations of people they like to work with. So if we as the individual business owners can get a good relationship with some of these venues, then that's really good for us. The second category is other wedding professionals. That's people in the industry that do something different to us. I love the wedding industry. I think we're really unique because we all can offer something very different, but we can all come together and create something amazing on that wedding day. So whether you're a honeymoon specialist, a photographer, a DJ, a florist, a cake maker, a venue stylist, a planner, or or something else that I haven't mentioned, your couple will need each and every one of you on the day. Therefore, you can work together and collaborate. You are not competition. Other wedding business owners are the most powerful resource when it comes to getting referrals. Quite often, a couple will ask one of their vendors if they have recommendations for another type of vendor. For example, you might be a photographer and people will regularly ask you if you know anyone that can do hair and makeup. Or do you know anyone who can bring a saxophone to my wedding? Or do you know anyone who's really great at video, who works well with you when you're doing the photo? If we can build great connection with other wedding pros and other vendors in our area, this can lead to lots and lots more work. It's really great to work in such a collaborative industry and we should be open to making connections with as many other wedding professionals as possible. Now, the third type for some of you is going to feel a little bit controversial, but I think it can be the most powerful. And that's building connections with other professionals who do exactly the same as you. So if you're a florist, I'm talking about other florists that may be a base in your local area. If you're a venue, I'm talking about other venues that are based in your area. If you're a travel agent, I'm talking about other travel agents who are based in your area. If you're a cake maker, yes, that cake maker down the road, I'm talking about them too. 
Now, you may be thinking, Becca, you're out of your mind. Why do I need to be building connections with people who are my competition? Well, first of all, I want you to shift that mindset immediately because for me, it's all about community and collaboration over competition. There is enough work and weddings out there for each and every one of you. We don't need to be competing with other people head to head. However, these connections can actually lead to getting more work. Just imagine you are a wedding celebrant and I come to you and I want to book you for my wedding. But when I give you the date, you realize you're fully booked. What are you going to do? Are you going to just turn around and say you're fully booked or are you going to apologize to me and then say, unfortunately, I can't make the date. However, I do have this other celebrant that I work closely with who's amazing at what they do and I highly recommend them. And guess what that celebrant's doing? When they're fully booked, they're sending people your way as well. We can't service every wedding. We have limited amounts of dates and availability. So working with other people that do the same as us, that do complement what we do, or maybe a better fit for our clients is incredibly important. Also, I find it really helpful to find someone that does the same as you because you can know what each other does and you can help each other out. When I first got into the wedding industry at one of my first networking events that I went to, I met a fellow videographer and me and Rachel hit it off. We've been friends and she's been a client ever since. But we really enjoyed talking to each other about videography. We could talk about the editing programs. We could talk about the problems that came with creating wedding videos, the technical stuff that we were trying to work through. And that relationship was fundamentally important to the growth of both of our businesses. So don't discount people who do the same as you. In fact, they can be the best source of leads and the best source of help and inspiration. So let's recap the three kinds of connections you need to be looking for. First of all, wedding venues. Secondly, other wedding professionals. And thirdly, people who do exactly the same as you. I want you to think about who's in your head when I ask you the following questions. If I was to say to you, can you recommend a florist to me? Who pops into your head? If I was to say to you, can you recommend someone or somewhere where I should book my honeymoon? What pops into your head? Perhaps I need a photographer to take some incredible photos of me while I'm in Spain getting married. Who would you recommend to me then? When I ask these questions, there'll be people buzzing around in your mind, the people that pop into your mind, the people that are really visible, the people that you know would be the perfect fit. When we're looking at building connections, we want to make sure that we're the person that's popping into everyone else's mind. We want to be visible. We want to stay top of mind and we want to create a great connection with people so that people are sending their clients or potential clients our way all of the time without us having to do a huge amount of work. So how are we going to start building those connections and making sure it's us that pops into other people's heads? The first thing is I want you to be really intentional about this. Connections don't happen by accident most of the time. We need to be intentional about the conversations we're having, the places that we're spending our time, the places we're hanging out, and be intentional about finding people to connect with. We also need to think about who we want to connect with and how we can place ourselves in a, in a space where we can start building connections. The world is your oyster when it comes to Facebook and Instagram these days. You can connect with pretty much anyone. There's loads of great communities out there. In fact, I have a wedding Facebook group of my own where you can go ahead and connect with other wedding professionals and venue owners and people who work in venues as well. That's called Wedding Pros. We're ready to grow and it's a free Facebook group that you can join and network in. You'll get as much out of that group as you put into it. So if you want to ask questions, if you want to find people in your area, if you want to find people to connect with, go ahead 
ahead and show up in the group. I'll make sure that I pop the link to that group below this episode so that you can go and find it. You need to be intentional. Are you going to wedding industry conferences? Are you putting yourself in influential rooms? Are you making sure that you're walking around at wedding exhibitions and talking to the other people that are exhibiting there? Are you finding people on Instagram that you want to connect with and dropping into their inbox or following them and commenting on their posts? We don't want to come across as a weird stalker, but we do want to be intentional about getting into people's worlds that we think we want to connect with. The second thing is it's really important to think about who else aligns with you. I always say you should connect with absolutely everybody you can in the industry, but that doesn't mean you want to recommend or work with absolutely everyone you can in the industry. It's really important that you find connections that align with your business, your values, your brand. There's no point making loads of great connections at a low budget hotel if you only want to be working at weddings in high value manor houses. We need to make sure we're aligning with people who align with our brand and also our pricing bracket as well. If we align ourselves with the wrong people, then this can do us a disservice and it can have an impact on our own brand. So we want to be making sure we're really thinking through who we publicly align ourselves with when it comes to building these connections. What kind of venues do we want to be seen at? What kind of other suppliers do we want to be working with? Do they share our values? Do they share our morals? Are they looking towards the same ideal customers that we are? And the third thing, and this is often overlooked and is really important, you need to make sure your house is in order first. What do I mean by that? Well, you might have a great Instagram page or you might even have great ideas in your head. But if I go and look you up on your website or on Google search, are you really showing me exactly what you can do? Over my time, I've met some incredible wedding vendors who are amazing and their work is incredible and they can be charging a premium for it. But they have a website that really lets them down. It's not well branded. It's it's out of date. It's clearly just been made themselves. Their logo looks a little bit dodgy. And so it's really hard for me to recommend them on to high net worth clients because guess what? It just doesn't work. They just don't do themselves a service. Just because they're amazing, their house isn't in order and it's kind of letting them down. So you don't want to fall into this trap. You want to make sure your house is in order. You want to make sure your website is epic and on point. You want to make sure your brand looks and feels how you want it to do. Because if your house is in order and you start reaching out to make connections, when they start to research you and look at what you do, look at your portfolio, look at your pricing, look at your website, they're going to see, yeah, this person's amazing and I definitely want to work with them. You may be thinking, Becca, I'm going through this series because I'm in a panic about getting my house in order. I'm not confident about my branding. I don't know where to start with logos and colors. I don't know how to do my website. I don't know how to do social media well. All of these things are a struggle for me. If that resonates with you, then please do consider checking out the Wedding Pro Business Builder program. I put that together for this exact reason to help you with all of those foundations. In that program, through four modules, I help you with working out your brand values, working out your brand, how you represent yourself online, how to go through your social media presence and get it right, how to market yourself correctly, and all of the above. So do check that out. The link is below. And if you want to ask me any questions about that and whether it's suitable for you and your business and whether it's a good investment, do reach out to me on Instagram at Becca Poutney and ask me some questions. I'm more than happy to chat with you. So how are we going to do it? We're going to be intentional. We're going to make sure we're finding the right people who align with our business and our brand and our pricing structure. And we're going to make sure our house is in order first. 
This next piece of information is the gold dust. This is going to be what makes the difference between building a successful connection and not. And that's this. I want you to ask yourself the question, how can I serve this person, this venue, whoever it is that I want to build the connection with? Instead of going into this relationship building with thinking, what can they do for me? If I'm recommended by this venue, they're going to get me loads of brides. I'm going to get loads more money. If I can make friends with this person, they're going to help me reach bigger places. Stop having that kind of mindset and shift your mindset around and think, okay, if I had a relationship with this venue or with this wedding pro, what could I do to serve them? What can I do to help them, which is going to make this new business relationship a whole lot more attractive to them? venues all of the time get people contacting them asking to be recommended by them. So how can you stand out and not just be another person turning up one day and saying, hey, you don't know who I am, but I really want you to recommend me. It's never going to work. So instead, with that in mind, I want you to start thinking about having an attitude of service. There are lots of things that you can do to help other people grow their businesses. So perhaps you can talk about the venue or the other professional on your Instagram, on your Instagram stories. Maybe you could run a feature about your favorite venues in the area and tag them in it. Maybe you could talk about wedding professionals you admire and share their details and make them realize you are in it to help them, not just for yourself. Maybe you have a blog post on your website and you could start writing blog posts and you could write a review of a venue or another supplier. You could contact them and ask if they want to collaborate with you on this. Now, all of these things are going to really help you when it comes to building relationships because people are much more open to having a relationship, a business relationship with you when you're offering to do something for them. It makes it an absolute no brainer. I'm going to give you a couple of examples, one of which is one of my clients, Dom, plays sax. He's a great guy. He's been in my world for a couple of years and he actually contacted me before he graduated university to say he wanted to grow this business playing saxophone at weddings. And we had a conversation. He joined my membership and we talked about how he needed to build relationships with local venues. Now, he was the biggest action taker on this that I've ever, ever come across. So he contacted lots of local venues, local to where he is, to find out whether they had open days coming up. And if they did have open days coming up, he said to them, look, I'm really happy to come along and play my music for your guests, to entertain them, to help them make the atmosphere really good on the night. I won't charge you for it. I'd love to come along and do that and help you out. Almost everyone said yes. And for a season, he was at every single wedding show and open day going. He didn't pay for a stand. He was always there performing, playing his music. But of course, it was great publicity for him as well. Now, why was this so successful for him? Well, because he went in with an attitude of service. He didn't approach them and say, hey, I want a stand at your wedding show. Hi, can I be recommended by you? Instead, he said, hey, I'd love to help you out. Can I entertain your guests? Can I do something for you to make your event better? And in return, of course, they started recommending him. Of course, people who heard him on the night started picking up his card and booking him. And it was incredibly successful. Now, Dom is one of the most well-connected people I know. He is great at building relationships, but you absolutely can do the same thing too. You've just got to think about how you can serve the people you're looking to build those relationships with. 
A second example is from my own recent history. I was invited to go along to a drinks event in London at an amazing venue. And when you go to one of these events, so a supplier event, and you want to get in front of the venue, they're great places to be, but you're only going to have a couple of minutes to make an impact because there's lots of other suppliers there. Obviously, you want to make sure you're talking to everyone in the room, but you also want to make sure you have at least one conversation with the venue coordinator. Now, you don't want that venue conversation to go like this. Hi, thanks for having me to your event. Can you recommend me to your brides or grooms? That's not how you want that conversation to go. Instead, you need to go along with an attitude of service and build that relationship slowly. So at this venue drinks I went to, I was chatting to suppliers and then the lady from the venue came over to talk to us. She was going around the room to talk to everyone. So I had probably approximately two minutes to make an impression on this venue coordinator. So first of all, I started by complimenting the venue, telling them how amazing the event was, how amazing it was to be there, how beautiful the venue was, how I didn't know anything about it. And it's always good to go in with a compliment. People want to hear um, genuine stuff about what you think about them. The second thing I did was I started asking questions. Now, it's our instinct to just go into these conversations and talk about ourselves and our business. But actually, if you want to build a good relationship, ask questions about them and their business, their struggles, their joys, what's going well for them. Get them opening up and chatting with you. They'll love to talk about their own business, their own venue, and it's much better and different to everyone else who'll just be talking about themselves. The third thing I then did was offer my act of service, which in this instance was, was to say, look, I have a wedding blog. I'd love to do a feature on you guys on the venue, or I'd love to have you on my podcast. Let's exchange contact details. And straight away, it wasn't me giving my contact details over. They gave me their contact details and they actually followed up with me before I'd even managed to send them an email. Do you see how building that relationship works so much better when you're going thinking about what you can do for someone else rather than what they can do for you? Now, I hope that I'll have a great relationship with this venue going forward. We've made some good connections. Um, I would highly recommend them to couples. And I know that in all of these relationships, things come back around. So I'm sure there'll be instances where they send people my direction too. So when you're going into this idea of building these connections, I want you to think, how can you serve those people rather than thinking about what you can get from them. Okay, let's get on to the task for today then. Today, I want you to identify a dream list. I want you to think of three wedding venues and three wedding professionals that you would love to connect with. I want you to think big. I want you to make sure they're on brand. I want you to know why you want to connect with them and write them down on a piece of paper and put it somewhere visible for you. I'd love you to take a photo of it. Send it to me on Instagram at Becca Poutney to show me that you've done it. I'd love to see what you're up to. Now, next to each of those venues and professionals, once you've identified them, I want you to think about, okay, how could I connect with them? Where are they? Where could I get in front of them? Are they having an event? Are they going to be speaking at an event? Are they going to be exhibiting at an event? Are they going to be um, at a certain Facebook group online? Are they in certain memberships? Find out where they are hanging around and see how you could connect with them. And I also want you to think about, okay, how could I do something for them? What could I do to serve them? Do I have a blog I could get them to write for? Could I give them a link on my website? Could I give them a shout out or an interview on social media? There's loads of things that you could be doing. You just need to think creatively. So that's today's task. I want you to identify three venues and three fellow wedding professionals that you want to connect with and build a relationship with. Think about how you can get in front of them, how you can connect and how you can offer them something that will benefit them. If you're brave, send it to me. I would absolutely love to see it. And if you reach out to these people and get results, 
let me know. I always love to hear your wins. Go out there, be brave. As I always say, a simple hello could lead to a million things.